Hey everybody, this is the Feedback Show, and I'm not going to waste much time babbling in your ear, because I know you want to get to the feedback. But uh, I just wanted to say, this is a long time in coming, and I apologize for that. I hope the feedback is still interesting to you, and still relevant. There's one piece in particular which does have a timeline associated with it, and if we missed the relevancy boat, then my apologies go out to you, Gamecaster. We actually tried to do this on December 19th, and due to technical difficulties, we were not able to do it, and I think we kind of forgot that we hadn't. <laughs> so, here it is, long overdue. It's actually from the end of a game session. Pat had to leave an hour early, so we decided to take the opportunity, since we were all there, to uh, do feedback after he had left. So you won't be hearing from Pat, but uh, that is why there's very little in the way of preamble. We had just ended our game and uh, went right on to feedback. So, speaking of going right on to feedback, without further ado, enjoy. And sorry this took so long. Oh my goodness, there's heaps here, isn't there? Yeah, I know, that's why I've been From saying... a long time ago. Oh, I know. That's why I was like, we got to get the feedback done. Okay. Mm, we'll get part of it done. Okay. But if we get Nikki reading it, we'll get it done in no time flat. You want speed reading? I can do speed no, reading. No, no, no. I want you to read so I understand it's it. Pronunciation. What? You want I me want to read? I want comprehension. Comprehension. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be able to understand every word. Who wants to go first? Did you. Josh play? Josh on a break too? Oh, here. Yeah. Oh, you read. You start, Nikki. Oh yeah. All right. Please. Fine. No, I will. I will. I was just trying to see. Oh my goodness. Well, here is some marvelous, wonderful feedback. Well, I'm assuming it is. I haven't read it yet, but I'm sure it will be marvelous and wonderful. Be. From Grim Pen, referring to goodness gracious, episode twenty nine. Twenty nine. So. Long ago and far away when dinosaurs roamed the earth and that episode came out. So here we go. Sorry for the delay, but feedback, here it is. And this is from Grimpen, and it says, another great episode. See, I told you it would be good. Yeah. That's all we need to go. Let's go to the next session. <laughs> okay, we're done. Uh, no, no, there's more. Another great episode. I'll join the crowd waiting for the chicken of the night. Oh, that's right, chicken of the night. Um, as well. A whole opera even. Alas for the brave chicken avenger, it looks as though Thomas Quinn may still escape a, quote, foul, unquote, and foul, F-O-W-L. Thank you. Yeah. Foul. I'm very interested to see how the Zoe crew will fare in the dreamlands. Hmm. Well, we know what happens. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, they do now, too, yes. <laughs> The potential hijinks and intercultural misunderstandings, along with big old talking bear and giant spider walking around, there may be a fair bit of potential drama with, drama with Jared. When Blind Geek said that there was more for Jared and Zoe than in his old world, here he's a knight, there he's just a college fraternity student, I couldn't help um, to wonder about Jared's family, maybe some of his friends. He probably alienated them like he's alienated everybody on <laughs> the air. Yes, Jared's been gone for a while. Good. Ah. Oh, maybe they're just nasty people and doesn't want. They're just mean. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's part of our charm. There's a whole screw y'all. I'm going off with the pirate queen. Great. With this. Great, he's attacking <laughs> the Badger Kingdom. No. You can be your boy toy. There's a whole slew of potential complications Josh could throw at Jared on that front, from the jilted ex-girlfriend, oh, that would be funny, to drunken frat buddies, even to the heart-rending story of his pet goldfish that he may have abandoned. <laughs> In a more serious vein, the younger brother that missed Jared at Thanksgiving. Oh, man, he's just, he's wicked, Grimpin is. Um, is he a missing person? Did he give away all his credit cards? Although with current gold prices, just a little of Princess Sefford's gold jewelry would help out a great deal. Uh, I'm confident that Josh has some interesting wrinkles and twists set up. I mean, more confident the gang yeah. introduce more twists into the mix. Eddie, what okay. to get Nick Pockets? Get him one of those solar chargers and a power inverter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of makes well, me sad. I read this and I thought, here's all this potential he laid out for us and what did we do with it? <laughs> Not a damn thing. 
Well, there's nothing to say we won't go back. This yeah, it's after after this story arc is over, that's always something I'm open to looking at. But you know, traveling back for some reason, or yeah, yeah. it's the yeah, thing. I mean, wonderful ideas. Yeah, man, that's what I meant. I was just like, goldfish you left behind, you bastard! How dare <laughs> you? Once fed my cat. Damn it! Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the other dorm buddies took care of him. I'm sure. <laughs> Thank you very much, Grimp, and that that was. Um, Excellent feedback and brilliant ideas. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Josh, you want to go next? I'll do that. From Uncle Thorson. Honestly, the only way Chicken of the Night song... Sorry. Honestly, the only Chicken of the Night song that sprang to my mind was from an entirely different source. Uh, I don't know what song this is. Oh, oh Rocky. the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Base the base, the base, the base, me. I want to be crispy. <laughs> <laughs> kill me, kill me, then grill me. Chicken of the night. Oh, okay, that's pretty funny, too. <laughs> Chicken of the night? Chicken of the night. Chicken of the night. <laughs> oh, that would be good, too. <laughs> Looks like we got a new guy on the next bit of feedback here. Yeah, yeah we do. That work. He came on from uh from he's another he's another blind guy. Or at least sight impaired. I don't know if he's completely blind, but he uses a screen reader. Uh, Chris, take it. Okay, this is from Batworks. Yep. Hi there. First time poster coming to you from the sunny South Africa wow. on this fine Wednesday morning. We've expanded. No. Yeah. Got at every continent yet? Not quite. Yeah, wow. We don't have. We're getting there. Let's assume that. Let's assume that any scientists in Antarctica have better things yeah, to do. With us. <laughs> Nonsense! It's a long. Well, they're worried about like giant penguins and things and other. Well, you never know, sir. That's our goal. That's right. <laughs> I'd like to start by pointing out that thanks to this podcast, I finally have something to do with the innumerable hours of time on my hands. I'm not at all a gamer myself, but that doesn't make MTMJ any less enjoyable. Who'd have thought that I knew absolutely nothing about RPGs a few months ago? Oh, that's neat. Maybe he yeah, is. that is great. Maybe he's a research scientist. <laughs> South Africa. Never mind. Still. Next, I want to take the time to comment whoever is responsible for the design of this site. The accessibility is top-notch. I love the fact that a screen reader user can find what he or she is looking for quickly and easily. Even signing up to the forum was a breeze. You can thank mostly WordPress for that. Mm-hmm. Mostly, yeah. We did a few little tweaks here and there, but yeah, mostly WordPress. I've been a doing a bit of low-flying as far as catching up on prior episodes. I'm already on 29 and can't wait to see what the Dream Mirror has in store for the Zoe Heroes. I also have no doubt in my mind that Jarhead is going to rather enjoy having one up on Zephyr. Now it's his turn to play Know-It-All. Uh, your Christmas adventure was a scream. By the end of episode seven, I was laughing so hard that I ended up sobbing uncontrollably for about ten minutes. <laughs> didn't do a Christmas episode this year, did we? Not really. No. no. That things ran in, we didn't have a time. Yeah, I have an idea for a possible future Christmas show, but I'm not sure if it'll work out, as I don't know where the current story will have gone by then. Neither do we. So, yeah. Yeah, anyway, really. here it is. Santa goes out on Christmas Eve to deliver gifts across the world as usual while on his journey an uncharacteristically fierce storm brews, causing him to become hopelessly lost. Struggling to find his way, he inadvertently takes a wrong turn and enters the land of Columbus, Columbus. a place pockmarked with potholes, popcorn, and peril. Here he is captured by the minions of the Boxing Day Twins, or New Year's Day Twins. I haven't quite decided yet. I like Boxing Day myself. Janu and Ari are not only two of the most beautiful women ever to exist. However, born on December 26th, their mutual attraction to each other made them instant lovers, and they are, in fact, engaged to be married on that very day. Wow. I think it's a little more outre than our (laughs) usual plot twist, but I admit that it it definitely has, you know, adventure in it. (laughs) Come on, so twincest and lesbian lovers, what what could possibly go wrong here? (laughs) We 
we may or may not have used that kind of thing in my House of the Blooded game at home. But <laughs> <laughs> they informed Santa that their ultimate goal is to achieve 25. They plan to do this by getting rid of the one living thing responsible for bringing happiness in the entire world on December 25th. By Santa, of course. Zephyr and her companions. When do we just become companions? I know. <laughs> You're crude, damn it. <laughs> must travel, I know. Must travel to this far-flung place and uh, crash the party, as it were. But they'd better hurry up, or Santa may very well be extra seasoning on Jenu and Ari's reindeer wedding cake, along with all the elf cherries. <laughs> Don't let husky voice Janu start singing either. So, there you are. Feel free to add things, edit things, remove things, or completely trash any of that mess. Oh, and please forgive me if I posted this in the wrong section. I'm new to all this forum stuff. Got it? Or get it? Got it? Good. Thanks for the excellent work and keep the good times rolling, guys. Have a great week. Take care, Gavin. Thanks, Gavin. Who is not an octopus, to my knowledge. No, no. Probably. But he could be, and that's okay with us. That's right. Yeah. So, wow, and... Wow, such the potential plot devices. <laughs> I really don't know where to go with that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll take the, but thank you for your feedback, Batworks. And welcome and Batworks. I, I hope you're still, I hope you're still with us after the long delay. This is embarrassing. We're on episode 29, which was, and these feedbacks were sent out months ago, and now I'm still working on episode 32. We've only had two episodes. He's, he hasn't listened to everything. I'm sure he's got lots of stuff. Well, you know, it's okay. Yeah. I think everyone will understand. Oh, it was a really sucked fall in winter, and things things happen. Yeah, so just, yeah, that's why I put up. We're doing what we can as we can. They're yes, doing what are. they can. Yep. Yep. They can. It hasn't even started snowing out here yet. Need, no, snow, not here either. My wife is quite annoyed about that. Snowed like two days, ah. and it didn't barely stick. And I'm fine. With we that. got snow. We got nothing, and it was cold for two whole days, and then tomorrow is 50 again. You know what? And I know that that says bad things, but I don't miss the snow or cold, so. Oh, you hush. I don't like driving in it. If I didn't have to drive... People are driving me crazy. This is the only time of year I get, and it's being destroyed this year. I had blizzards last year. I dug out feets and feets and feets of snow this year. Bupkis. Yeah, I don't want to dig out feet and feet, feet of snow. We got yeah, it's snow. good for you. Keeps you fresh. Okay, next one. <laughs> From Salinas, or Silliness, as my speech synthesizers want to say. Suave. <laughs> or suave. 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 Um, she says, wow, aren't you all the merry band of adventurers? Yes, we are. We are, damn it. And she says, ooh, we'll get to learn Jared's real last name next episode. We've known Jared's real last name for... Just never tell it to anybody. That's true, I don't think he's... No, I think every once in a while he says it. I think, or at least did in the beginning. Jared Stanley. But now you're either Sir, Sir Jared... Sir Jared or, or Sir Jarhead. Jarhead. Yeah. Or just Jarhead. Jarhead. You know, in an affectionate, loving way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, remember that next time you want to... Sam Fear <laughs> and you snicker every time you say it. I don't yes, know. <laughs> it's his own private little in joke. Uh, she continues. I'm going to guess that <clears throat> I'm saying what? I'm going to guess that <clears throat> I'm saying Jared will be Jared, but maybe the others are just dreams of people in Jared's world. I'm not sure I understand. Oh, I see what she's saying. Jared will be Jared, but maybe the others are just dreams of people in Jared's world. Right. Bunch of newly recovered coma patients. And she ducks. (laughs) I've seen that Buffy episode, so, you know. And then he wakes up in the shower, and it's all a... Oh. Uh, hmm. She says, also, it just hit me at the end of the episode. How does Webster speak to folks? Does he do uh, leaked speak? Shiver. And then Zoe speak for the others? If so, how come he seems to communicate with the whole group at once? Does Zoe play with people's minds? Did Jared take lessons off camera in Zoan? No, seriously, my dear monkey victims, I'm asking a question here. Who can answer it? Well, the real do you want the real reason or the in-game reason? The real reason is because... Well, if it's just a show, I should really just relax. 
just because. <laughs> my answer. The answer there is you go. because. <laughs> because Pat doesn't want to have a big ordeal when he talks every time. Because I said so. That's right. And it's it's the same we know reason. how to translate his every gesture and shiver and wiggle of his cute little pawy hands. We know. We just know. That's right. You know. Cosmic law of narrative convenience. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, that there you too. Go. <laughs> well, that'd make a great name for a band. Be an awfully unwieldy uh, name for a band. Cosmic law of narrative convenience. Yeah, but it would look great on the t-shirt. You're the cosmic law of narrative convenience. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, four. <laughs> Not yet, Gavin. <laughs> oh, and it's in here. And she says, and because I noticed the pronunciation at the start of the feedback show that follows this, Suave rhymes with Oive. So it's Oive. So Oive. With Oive, but not Suave. Yeah, she's not a shampoo. <laughs> so would it be Soyve or Suave? I'm assuming Soyve. That's what I said. But it should be. It should be Suave. Oh, it's her name. She can pronounce it how she wants. The U and the A are in different positions than they would be in Suave. Yeah. Which I see now. And it would be so, Sove. That doesn't. I as... am assuming that she knows how to pronounce her name. <laughs> oh God. And it would be Nuh-uh. presumptuous Nuh-uh. of us to no. otherwise. You are oh, not you... playing Princess Zephyr anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the next one. Moving on switch. from Zercher. Zercher. Yes. I thought we knew his last name, Stanwick. <laughs> yes, we do. Was it never revealed in game? I'm pretty sure it was. I've got my own pet theories on what should happen to the non-humans when they cross over, but I'm not DM, so I'll hold on to those until after the next episode drops. Well. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, I knew it was going to happen because I'm the GM. Thanks, Big Z. <laughs> and Josh just skipped right over Nikki. He Nikki was shutting me up because oh, I, I can't remember. Yeah, I was, let's just say it was shutting her up. He's <laughs> shutting me up. Shutting so me up. Nikki can take shutting this up, next one up. from Celine. <laughs> Suave, damn it. Suave. I can't Silly believe n- you're questioning her pronunciation of her own name. <laughs> oh, she knows I mean it with love. Kind of arrogant. And this is what she has to say. Not that I can remember. He made a fake one after repairing the clock guy, I know, but I don't remember the, quote, real one, unquote. But then my mind's a sieve. Uh-oh, wait, what's that in relationship to? Uh-oh. Oh. Talking about his name. His name, that's right, because it was uh, oh. connect, Connecticut Jarrett. Connecticut Jarrett. Oh my goodness. Well, I she listened to more books than we did, damn it. That does ring a bell though, so she did hear the Stanwick, but that was a long time ago. Oh, bring that back shit. into the game somehow. Connecticut Jared. That was like a bazillion, jillion it years was. ago. Meanwhile, it does amuse me that Jared has no issue speaking to everyone in Zoe, but can't read or write. Then again, I have a lovely, well, not paperweight, since it's a bit of paper, but an honors in linguistics, so maybe I view amusing language thingies differently. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it's, it's a happy there is, story. There's a magical field in the air around the entire land of Zoe, which allows everyone to communicate <laughs> the same, as though they were speaking the same language, but the, it doesn't affect reading and writing because... Jo- Josh, what is it again? It's just the Babel doesn't. field. No, 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 that's good. <laughs> no, the convenience of something narrative. The law of narrative convenience. That's it. I'm going to write that down. The law. It's time for me to like keep these back. Nice way of saying a lazy writer. Uh, uh, <laughs> narrative convenience. Because the, uh, my other favorite band name is Aggressively Tacky. I like that, too. I think it's Aggressively Art Tacky as well. Why don't you tell me what it is? It's, it's instructions for this spray adhesive, and you have to wait till it gets, quote, aggressively tacky. I'm like, ah, oh, great name for a band. <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> She didn't fall into my who's on first trap. Okay. I'm totally ignoring that. Convenience. Next one. I'll do this one. Yep. Hi. Is it? Oh, come on. From Ankel Thorson? Sure. Surely no one bothers with language in fairy tales. They don't, and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm fine. Ding. Hey. Well, since that one was so brief. Uh, I'll do the next one, too. XO4. I always thought it was kind of like Oz or Narnia or elsewhere, where direct communication was facilitated. Call it a magic field or something, and it is enough to get intention through. 
which is why everyone can read the ribbons of Webster and why Jarhead could speak to everyone that was talking, was a talking creature, be it human, clockwork, yarn, barn, turtle, or otherwise. But as everyone knows, magic comes with either a cost or a catch. In this case, it is a catch. The communication magic works as long as it's natural and you don't think about it. When presenting, when presented with Zoe writing, Jarhead thinks about how it's different language and suddenly it is unknown to him. It breaks the spell while he is thinking about it. If Jar had ever stopped and thought about how his he was communica- communicating with all these strange and wonderful creatures, he would probably break the spell. And well, I'm not sure what would happen, but it would be awful, awfully lonely. That's not bad. Oh. That's pretty yeah. good. You know, he yeah. said that. I I had not even read that gets, when I said that. He gets that. the no. He gets the no prize for that. That's yeah. <laughs> That's good. Wow. And what a what a wonderful perspective. And it would be awfully lonely. Though maybe it would come back if you stopped fretting about it. I, I think I would need that escape clause in Couple there. Couple of beers that and he forgets about it. Like, oh. I'm just oh. surprised he thinks Jarhead thinks at all. Wow, man. Thinks about chicks. Feeling the love. <laughs> really so who's going to take the next one? Zerker. Me. I was, but I'm not now. Too late. Because <laughs> oh, I'm jumping in there, I'm stomping all over you from Zerker. <laughs> it would be funny if all the magic in Zol was like that. A disbeliever would be a magnet for chaos and destruction. Oh, <laughs> don't give yes. him any ideas, Zerker. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> shut up. Right, and now that was all from episode, episode twenty-nine. 29. Thanks, y'all. Years ago. Wow, yep. thank you very thank much. Thank you. Sorry. And now we move episode on to 30. episode 30, which was a shady business going down. And Ooh. this one is yours. You take the first one since I stomped all over you on the last one. Okay. Uh, let's see. It is from Gamecaster. Hi, Gamecaster. Hi, Gamecaster. Uh, hi, Gamecaster. Hi, Trevor. We have <laughs> great way to get back to the shady business episodes. They were truly missed and a good way to end my day. Abba's return to our collective groans was pleasant. Enjoyed the vampire biting by Bitey and the ruin of Big Bad Leroy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have to say that was pretty, that was pretty classic. Moondog really, uh, that was, that was awesome. I'm gonna bleed him dry. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I try to please. As long as Jarhead isn't involved. I try to please Jarhead. <sighs> All right, so Who wants now? to, Josh, you want to do the next one? From Kitamono. I had a great Hi, time. Kitamono. Hi, Kitamono. I had a great time listening to the antics of the Jetpack List as part of the Funkadelic Frankenstein Detective Agency. Some inspired moves by Nikki, <laughs> though with a predictable denouement. Hi. Boy. Whoa. I don't remember. Oh. <laughs> predictable. Her, Surely it was, just, it was her with, in the theater, uh, playing the Jesus Christ Superstar thing. <laughs> Mary Magdalene. Okay, that yeah. was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Boondog tapping the keg on Bad Leroy Brown was excellent. I had the mental image of Gary Oldman as Dracula for that one. <laughs> Not inaccurate, I think. Yeah. Pat demonstrated why you don't mess with deep ones, at least the lovesick kind. <laughs> and Blind Geek proved that while he can play Stone Cold Mother, shut your mouth of a Frankenstein monster. Josh, well played, and I think the epilogues of the different characters provide a great jumping-off point for a future game. And yes, Zoe's coming back, and we find out what happens to Princess Zephyr's little troop in the real world, as a certain captain once said, Mr. LaForge, make it Zoe. <laughs> you know, we missed we missed an opportunity. Speaking of that real-world thing, we missed an opportunity. We could have had... This is the story of a bear and a princess and a dude and a, you know... <laughs> this is what happens when people stop. Be, uh, yeah, missed that opportunity. <laughs> darn, darn, darn. You know, I, 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 I miss Funky Frank. I miss M- I miss. I miss all our games. Can't we play yeah. them once, please? Sure. I, I miss. I miss. I miss icons. I miss. I I'm so. about, I'm, I'm, no, I don't miss icons. Yeah, I do. I got all my fabulous demon names. That was brilliant. You guys all played the demons. That was a. Hoot. That was actually truth and justice. Oh, that was truth and justice. Oh, yeah, that was truth sorry. and justice. All right. Well, you know, I need, I need ever my heard. game list in front of me because there's been so many. I'm sorry. I get the names mixed up, but yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. But truth and justice. Yeah. I miss truth and justice. Yeah, that was a good one. Go blast some more fun stuff. 
Anyway, back to the feedback. Uh, who is next? I think it's Nikki. What? Are you just saying that? No, because Are you Josh. Sure it's not dog's turn. It was supposed to be before. Oh, I just oh, wait. did Katie Mono. <laughs> and I did the one before that, I think. So. All right, fine. Is yeah, it my turn, Moondog, or is it your turn? I think it's your turn. All right, fine. And this is from, and we're still on episode thirty. Yes, yeah. yes. This is from the Trilobite, also known as T-Biddy. Hi, T-Biddy. And he says, Muppets, yes, go now, Muppets, go, yes, go. Yes, you should go see Muppets. <laughs> yes. yes. It's probably okay. too late at this point, but still. No, know. you can still see it. Still Get out there. Go see, see a chance. Go watch it again. Muppets, yeah. yes, go now, Muppets, I want to go yes, see it again. Go. Um. I think okay. that was actually in response to an idea for a, for a Quags game that I had involving Muppet, cybernetic Muppets. Oh, well, still, you should go see Muppets. Yeah, exactly, I agree, you should. <laughs> one way or the Muppets. One way or the Muppets. One way or the hey, other. Move on, move on. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> now that that's out of the way, let me tell you how much I enjoyed this one. Some bad moves by some bad mothers and fine ladies. It felt like the best 70s cop show ever. The music complemented the action very, very well. And I think the sound effects worked out like a kind of audio punctuation. He made the choice to bring in uh, some more stuff that wasn't straight from the dialogue, and even to cover up some of the talking, and you made the right choices. Used sparingly, it seems like that works out real good. I agree. And Moondog's suggestion about how Frank might best spend a yum-yum got me again. Well played, Moondog. Well played. Thank you. That was, uh, I did too, and he had to remind me. It was when, uh, it was when, uh, we were, I said something about six inches, and Josh said, only six? For Prometheus? Really? And Chris said, well, if you spend a yum-yum, you can add another three. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? I don't understand. You're, you're only 14 and three quarters. You'll figure it out soon enough. <laughs> Anywho. So thank you very much. That was very fun. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, I'm enjoying adding little bits of story in the sound effects that aren't... They don't invalidate anything spoken. They just kind of add to it. I, I've been having fun with that. So, yeah. I'm glad somebody else noticed. Oh. Where, where, where? We noticed, sir. <laughs> oh, you haven't even heard episode 31 yet. You <laughs> What's episode 31? That's the one where they're in the real world. Oh, no, I don't think I've listened to that yet. <laughs> so, next up is... Me. Copycat, 42. Uh, still in the middle of this episode, but I had to make an observation. What You guys can no longer be called merely an actual play podcast. It has gone on almost halfway into the realm of audio drama. I suggest a new phrase, RPD, role play drama. You're here. Thank you. Thank you appreciate very much. That, I appreciate that. And I thought we were just having fun, but. Oh, and then. I'll do the Celine. next one too. Oh, no. No. Why can't I do the next one? Because it's, good. it's, it's so brief. <laughs> okay, fine. Eric, go ahead. Okay. It's from Selena Soive. And she says, seconded. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. You can go next, Nikki. (laughs) Oh, you're such a weenie. (laughs) Josh, it's your turn. My turn. (laughs) From Copycat042. Hello, Copycat, again? Really, the first experiments into proto-RP drama would have to be the beginning of the Zoe stuff. The inclusion of sound effects and the post-production work on on the in-character voices versus the out-of-character voices. Going through the caves with Goblin Dave becomes the mind. I can't remember if there were market sounds in Badger City during the conversation with the dog family. There were. Oh, no, there weren't. Not with that one, because that was... The, the early Funkadelic Frankenstein stuff with the sound effects there, but you really outdid yourself with the last one. The music, the ambient sounds, the sound effects all came together wonderfully. The only minor thing I saw was when the music loop wasn't long enough for the fight scene and went back to the ambient ship horns and stuff. But that was such a minor thing by that time that it did not diminish my enjoyment one tittle. <laughs> good show, Jetpackless, and good production. 
Yeah, I thank you. Thank you. We'll take full credit for that. Thank you. I we get make to a point when I'm doing, and of course now I haven't, been, I haven't been doing the music lately. But when I was doing the music, I got to a point where it's like I am so late on this, and I get a little bit sloppier when it comes to the loop thing because. Yeah, and no, you know, Eric, we need to talk to you about that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, sloppiness is just—it's just not going to work, dude. <laughs> we demand full music and ambient noise sound effects. Uh, yeah, any, and thank you for volunteering to help. I appreciate it. <laughs> I will oh. cheerfully help nag you to do the <laughs> utmost quality that you possibly oh, can. Good God. I'll, I'll write. I'll. <laughs> I will I'll continue here with Oracle Thorson, who says, Accord! Three votes! Yay! Honored Blind Geek! The new appellation shall be applied. <laughs> thank you. Thank okay. you. And. And here's from Grimpen again. Well, since I got to read Grimpen the first time, I'm going to read Grimpen this time, too. Full circle. See, isn't it amazing? Like we planned it or something. So, this is still regarding episode 30, Shady Business Going Down. Funky Frank, man. Can you dig it? Yes, I can. At the risk of committing heresy against the Zoites. Ooh, no heresy against the Zoites. I may almost claim Funky Frank is my favorite. (gasps) What? I can, that. I, I can understand that. Yeah, we may what? need to bring it back. No. Almost, save that I refuse to be tied down to just one favorite and will instead claim whichever Jetpackless episode I last listened to as my favorite. Okay, well played. I can accept that. <laughs> I'll admit I'm not done this episode yet, but I just wanted to quickly say that the saddest part so far is from the discussion about increasing skill ranks. No long-term Quags campaign? Maybe Funky Frank should be the first. Alas, I realized that these were all recorded some time ago. Oh, yeah, a long time yeah, ago. And that the mojo nice. may have left Monster Town. Doubtless. Doubt, doubtful, rather, I should say. Yeah. There are so many more games out there to play as well, yet Monster Town will be fondly remembered. You know, I think Monster Town needs to... Maybe. I want to bring Jerome back. There you go. Yeah. He's... Monster Town meets M Force. Now, Josh, do you want to? Would you want to run it again, or would you want to play it? I have no idea on how I'd, uh, I have no adventure ideas at all for running it again. Okay, so if I, I have was, never, I have never actually played Monster Town. So if I was to play it, if I was to run it, would you want to play Prometheus, or would we have him on vacation with some lady for the duration of the adventure? I really don't even want to try and attempt to upstage you as Prometheus. <laughs> Suck up. Okay, Jerome well. Jerome takes over. Between you and Steve Johnson. <laughs> Jerome takes over. Between, oh. you, between you and Steve Johnson, both doing amazing Prometheus Jones acting. Oh, man, I would love oh, to Oh, and then, him. oh, God, and my friend Matt played him at the big Hex Games hoedown last year. Yeah, I really can't live. I've, I've <laughs> had three excellent players do uh, Prometheus Jones. I can't really. And I found, actually, in that. Steve big, uh, Prometheus that, Jones's mama. In the big hex game, he was stitched together from pieces. He didn't have a mother. Somebody oh. took care of him. That's yeah. so sad. No, no it is kind of sad. <laughs> An eye lab assistant. I actually, in the big hex games crossover game we did, I kind of real we kind of realized heck, previous Jones is almost more fun to play as an NPC force of nature. <laughs> hmm, that's an idea. Meanwhile, Prometheus Jones is fighting demons in hell. <laughs> pile around him. <laughs> Funny. And he calls the agency in the middle of the fight to see how they're doing. Oh, you guys do it. I'm a little busy. What'd you want? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got slime on my new turtleneck. Damn you, <laughs> motherfuckers. We're going to a bitch. That's right. <laughs> I sure now. Um, anywho. Yes. Yeah. So, yes, I'm glad people like Funky Frank. Yeah, in fact, I left in the part where uh, you are with that. there was going to be a supplement coming in around March of 2011. Get the crack in you, it's over almost a year late. You know what? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so behind on so many projects. Exactly the response I, just, I was expecting. Okay. Uh, who's next? Not me. Okay, hang on. I got, I'm way behind. I gotta figure out where the hell. I'll, I'll, I'll. Code 31, Katamono. Code 31, Life Could Be a Dream from Katamono. Back to Zoe. Another great episode. Now Prince Kevin is a proper pirate prince. Jared should coach him to embellish the story that he stepped into the dream world and defended his comrades from a huge beast. But let's remember him as he once was and had two good button eyes. Cool. 
After hearing Zephyr and Mistral go at each other, Hammer and Tongs methinks their father arranged for them to leave and marry a prince just to get them out of the castle. Nuh-uh! <laughs> you talk that about my dad's that. That was awesome, by the way, the two of you. <laughs> that was... I half imagine Thomas and Webster turning into humans when they entered the dream world. The Webster would have been interesting with extra arms. You know, Jarhead ain't going back home. For one thing, he's lost all his credit cards, and it, and in so he's a knight and respected, looked up to, not kicked in the head, not shat upon. Um, got a bitchin' sword. Yeah, it's too good for him and Zoe. Oh, Thomas, Thomas, Thomas! So much chicken, and you can't have a snack. Maybe you'll run into your father, but will it be a happy meeting? Maybe. I want a rosa. <laughs> Funny, yeah. funny. Well, thank you very much, Kitamoto. I had gone through a couple ideas on how to handle the uh, the two non-humans in the dream world, and I don't. I may have considered briefly them turning humans. I don't think I did. I thought about them coming out with no changes, staying giant. Yeah, I thought about. Then I had the idea of like a a, a bear in like clothes that weren't designed to fit a bear and. A, <laughs> At the time, I thought about Giant Spider, like, rampaging through a Walmart. <laughs> Would have been really fun. I originally had the plan of you all to pop out into the middle of a Walmart. And I said, eh, nah. Walmart would have been staggering. Look, I had much more fun with the street sounds, though. Yes, honest. I did. Yeah. Street, the busy street was just as fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And continuing on is from Gamecaster on the same episode. And Gamecaster said, hi again, Gamecaster, waving at you. Gamecaster says, hip, hip, hooray. Glad to see that all the team of Zoe got back to the real world of Zoe in one piece. What? Prince Kevin got left behind? Well, good thing that Senator Jarhead went back for him. It was good that he was safe. <laughs> Why is there fluffing buttons and cloth all over this alley? Shoo, doggy, and, and leave the prince here. <laughs> Why did you just throw the dog into the street? You could kill him. What, you did? I am going to call Animal Control and the Humane Society on you. <laughs> Where did you two go? Wait, what is this mirror doing here? I think that a look is in order. What in the world? Where am I? How did I get flattened? Where is this damn anvil coming from? I hear footsteps coming. Wait until whoever it is gets here. I will have a strong word for him. Love the entire episode, guys. Glad to be back from the dream world of Earth. Oh, well, thank you very much. Thanks, that was a long time ago, but we enjoyed that, too. Yeah. Mm. Was... Yeah, geez, that was a long time ago for us. That was from September 19th when we originally played that. That was, yeah. that was September? Yep. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. Oh, wow. Next up. I'll do it. From Grimpen. Not finished the episode yet, but Thomas is a mundane bear looking for some fast food chicken. Just reminded me of this news story for a few years back from my old hometown, wherein a bear wandered in a local Subway restaurant in the morning. Subway bear. Oh. <laughs> oh. Like one of my relatives. Oh, I think he says that later. <laughs> of course, in looking for that, I discovered this recent event where and a bear was captured just outside the Queen Elizabeth Theater in downtown Vancouver. I don't think it was a rioter. <laughs> Vancouver bear. Relatives of Thomas. Looking forward to the rest of the episode, and I like the new forums. Uh, finish. Good episode. I snickered a bit at Jarhead and Thomas's appreciation of Mistral, especially when I remember Moondog Thomas commented some number of episodes back once you had bear. <laughs> <laughs> Romantic rivalry. Probably just as well as Mistral has returned home on her own. Zephyr versus Mistral was fun to listen to as well, but I suppose it did seem to derail the session a bit. Another chuckle when Jarhead finally got to use pickup chicks. I'd forgotten he had such a skill. Also, poor Kevin. It's nice to see he's coming around to marrying the pirate princess. Beats the alternative. Looking forward to the next session. <laughs> Glad you liked it. I don't know. It wasn't my fault. Mistral's a bitch. What can I say? And we never, we don't know whether she made it home. We assume she did. She went somewhere. And that's all I care about. Mm -hmm. 
and oh, there's Next. more from this session. From Zofor. Yeah. I'll snag this one. This was a very good episode. I really wish you guys could have spent more time in the dream world and more time with Mistral. The whole dynamic between the players was a whole bunch of fun. But, of course, the spider stole the show, as he always does. <laughs> Your pet pat. Mm? Still in all, it does leave one wondering... Voila, Russo! When, oh, when are they ever going to find the daughter of the Goblin Queen? <laughs> well, sh- shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. No spoilers, <laughs> no spoilers. Next. From Koakai, or Koakai. I'm going with that. Uh, and he says, Ah, terrific episode as always. Was I the only one hoping that the dog would be accidentally thrown through the mirror? Then again, that would have left Josh with five NPCs in the conversation, and four was confusing enough for everyone. Yeah, I suppose. No so. nonsense. <laughs> I refuse to believe it. That's Josh true. Can it. Let him handle. Uh, We're going to see give how him, many he can juggle. We're going to give him a, a Tolkien-esque company of fifteen NPCs, like in The Hobbit. No, we're not. Okay. He's already got a. Oh no, that's a spoiler too. Crap. All right, never mind. I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming soon, folks. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, just had fits of sudden chuckles throughout. Now, let's see. How can we make Jarhead a prince to make him more appealing to Mistral? Well, that's <laughs> pretty much moot at this point. I have to find a genie, I suppose. But no, it's... But anyway... Yeah, well, you know. Right now, he's got his... He went bare. Right. Well, I can't say that because it's a spoiler. <laughs> Son of a bitch. All right. Okay. God, you're right, Nikki. This is hard. Okay. <laughs> Spoilers aplenty. I gotta get these episodes out so people can understand what the yep, hell we're yep, not yep, saying. That's okay, right. I'll take copycat for 042. Okay. I was secretly hoping that the dog would join the party, a la Toto. <laughs> I hadn't considered the possibility of him being unwillingly recruited. That would have been great. <laughs> I had never considered the dog coming part of the group, but that wouldn't have, I would not have been surprised in retrospect had you guys decided to play along. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't really have a chance. He pretty much uh was there and then flung. Yep. And that's it's kind of dreadful. the sound he made when the car hit him. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. And then the car crashed. Because Josh oh. said there was a splat and a crash, and I assumed that meant a car crash, which he yep. never actually said. And then I made the driver be a hit-and-run bastard. So oh. idled for a bit and then pulled, peeled away while other dialogue was going on. And then you hear a cop car chasing it. <laughs> anyway. We have... And yes, I, I was rather proud of that. I won't lie. Okay. Yes, you were. Um, is that... Oh, we got the trilobite. Does anybody want... Who, who hasn't read anything in a... I haven't. Okay, go for it. From the trilobite. This was t- totally action-packed. Josh, I am deeply envious of your ability to weave a masterful tale and your adept control of dramatic timing. Thank you. No doubt working with these fickle bastards, the current group has helped <laughs> none of those... has helped Thank own you. those skills. But, wow. So much that has been hanging over the campaign, actually taken care of, and a lot of little resolutions as well. Great episode all around, and while I'd love to see the group suck it up and get oriented on mission... I even, I even enjoyed the bickering because it seems to come naturally from the group and, for the most part, is taken in stride by the players and simply being an aspect of the characters and of the situation. Feels awesome. like there's some good momentum going here and I'm really looking forward to seeing some issues in the campaign resolved. Knock on wood. Thanks for it again for the another infusion of joy. Thank you. You're welcome. Fickle bastards, eh? Hmm. <laughs> it's mostly he was talking about you. It probably. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Ever. I like the bickering. It does feel. I'm sorry. I'm sure it really works your last nerve, Josh. When you're like, just get the hell on with it. Would you just get? But doesn't it feel like an actual group of of you know weird banded together people? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think sometimes we go a little far with it, where it's like, oh, come on, really, but, yeah, I mean... <laughs> it feels I, organic, I'm not going to lie. That's usually because I'm the, yeah, my character is a, the butt of most of the bickering, so, yeah, it's, it's kind of... Also true. Yeah. not, you are overly sensitive. Get a crap. Not overly sensitive. <laughs> yeah, overly stop sensitive. whining. Yeah, that I'm, too. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, I'm sure but Jared... it, it is uh, it, it is organic. Yeah, that's true. Anyway. So is this? Oh dear, are we? Is this the? Oh, we've got oh, it. almost at the end. Oh no! All right, I think there's what two left, huh? We got Jed Clayton and Trevor. And yeah, okay. Um, I like Gamecast. Yes. So two to go. Yeah. Huge yep. amounts of back, y'all. And, we got, and I got. I do have an email I need to read. That's from Celine. So we got <laughs> more to go. Oh, okay. So yeah. each get one. I'll take Jed. Okay. I'll take Trevor. Oh, Josh does. Oh, I'm sorry, Josh. You want to split one with me? I thought I miscounted because I'm sleepy. Whichever, I'm fine. Okay. This is from Jed. Oh my, it's a fact that I must listen to this right away. The other night I was even dreaming about Zoe. Wow. Rock on. (laughs) And today on my way home from work, I was pretty much daydreaming and wondering when the new Zoe episode was going to come out. Great, great, great episode. I enjoyed it a lot. Finally, we got to meet Mr. Old Girl Fight. What was that? <laughs> I'll write more on the new forum shortly. I just wanted to let you know that today happens to be Monkey Day, December 14th. Did you know that? I found out about it on Wikipedia. <laughs> I totally missed it. Damn. Maybe next year. Maybe that'll be our holiday special. will be Monkey Day. <laughs> Monkey Day. Wow. Well, I hope you liked it. Wow. Girl fight. That's siblings. That's totally what siblings do. I'm sure. I've heard about this. So, mine from Trevor. Great episode to all. Oh, see my new forum comment to hear more from me. Oh, well, I guess, okay. Go to the forums, folks. Yep. I apologize for the upcoming spam advertisement from me, but I would like this event to be known to all of the Jetpack List, GMs, uh, players, and listeners alike. This is, uh-oh, oh, this is news, okay. This is a real-world event that I need to know if I have a good group coming or not before I bring it up during a meeting. It may um, be too late. <laughs> I'm not sure when this was sent. Hey, my friend. Um, hopefully it's not too late, but let's go ahead and put this out here. Yep. He is thinking of having a, a Bolton Hammer RPG first sales weekend on the first Friday and Saturday of April 2012. I'm thinking that will be held at the Wasian? Wasian. Wasian. Masonic building in Wasian, Ohio. There we go. I will also need to have five people to help me in GMing the weekend. So it sounds like you'd like a fairly sizable do. Um, all donations would go to the lodge lodge for their own supplies and for the use of the lodge. He would supply um, or I will supply the beginning food and drinks, pop, coffee, tea, lemonade chips, sandwiches and some other stuff if we need pizza or anything else we will take up a collection to get these we will use the main lodge room for the 3 to 4 hour gaming sessions of 5 people each if other games are desired I will need to know for the single reason that these 2 days are all about playing and selling my own game design well Okay, honest, honest you are. I will have ten tables set up for the games and have a, uh, room enough for ten people, a group of five per table. Wait a minute. Well, he's, no, I Wouldn't, think you have more room than that, right? Wouldn't that be fifty folk? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Hmm. I think that that's a typo. Anyway, he's got room for folk. All right, lots of folk. <laughs> Secondary room is going to be used for eating, drinking, and fellowship. Please let me know if you'd be interested and capable of coming up to Northwest Ohio for this weekend. That will be held by me. I need to know this uh, to speak with the brothers about this and see if we can use the building or not. So it's got to get it planned out. So sorry for the delay and putting this invite out there. Hopefully it's mm-hmm. on the forums and folk can see it yep. and answer. And uh, And there you go. Right. Thanks Thank for the invite. Thank you, Mr. Castor. Yes, and good luck. I hope it goes really well. I'm afraid I have to decline because I will be on the West Coast that weekend. And something about a mail. You had mail, Eric? Oh, yeah. I thought... didn't Email? I thought Josh had one before that. Or was that the last one? No, I miscounted. I was a twit and I miscounted. Oh, okay. It's no, okay. You, you said there were two. You, he read one and you read one. Where does but, the... but I counted in my head. I'm like, oh, that's three. One for each of us. Duh, there's four. I'm a fool. So I'm tired. Okay. Forgive me. So, so I totally stole his email is what I'm saying. I stole it from you, Josh. I apologize. So was that the Forgive last? 
Was that the last thing in the... That was the last, that was the last one. Okay, yeah. then we have an email from Celine S. Soive. Soive. Saying... <laughs> Soive. I'm... Sorbet? No. <laughs> stop Sorbet, making, that sounds good. You're going to offend her, and she's going to leave, and then we're going to blame you. So and we're going to not offended, are you? Sorry, no. feather you and hang It won't you. be Nikki that's offending her. It'll be your editing job that offends her. No. Because <laughs> you could edit Nikki right out. I could. No. No, you can't. I Wait could. a minute. Yeah, you should right be a lot nicer to Jarhead, because I could edit you all out. It could be Zoe, the story of Jared Stanwyck. Nikki feels like you're just crew. Why don't you prove yourself? <laughs> you stop meddling. Stop that. You were stirring things up. He's Big key winder that you are. Stir. Just stop that. Read her email, please. Okay. Her email says. He gets in more trouble. Her email says, hey, Blind Geek and Gang, I have to say that Jared was the nicest PC. Thank you. Thank you. Thank uh-huh. you. Oh, look at the time. Gotta go. Yeah. Wow. I think she has a crush on you. No, unfortunately, there's more. He was the nicest PC up until the point. (laughs) (laughs) While you're ahead, sir. (laughs) Up until the point where he helped to kill one of man's best friends. That was nothing I had any control over. It was all about the dice roll and the stupid, stinky GM. (laughs) <laughs> oh, he called the GM stupid and stinky. Wow. I I'd put up with that if I were the GM. Mm. He's redeemed himself since then, but but for that moment, he was... Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Get him, Josh. <laughs> uh, let's see. Talk about a plot twist there, guys. I was expecting Sir Jarhead to have finally gained his animal companion for Zoe. Apparently a lot of people were expecting that. And just like the potential of what what could happen in the dream world, we kind of we <laughs> we kind of crush all those ideas. We, we do, we really do. That'll learn you. Yeah. That'll learn you for having expectations. <laughs> I hope they don't think I'm going to be your animal companion. <laughs> you already are my animal companion, Furface. <laughs> are you saying Jared's furry at heart? No, I am saying oh, Jared's a furry. Not- that, not that kind of companion. Oh, my. No. Backpedal, 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 backpedal. Not that kind of companion. Hey, not with a ca- Not with adults. a capital C, thank you very much. Consenting adults, who am I to judge? Let's see, is there anything else in here? Oh, she says, I suppose it wasn't meant to be, poor pooch. Keep up with the releasing and I'll keep up with the listening. <laughs> I will do my best, Celine, and thank you for the feedback. Sorry, it took thank so long. everybody for the feedback. Yeah, everybody, thank you so much, and we will try to keep these more. Um, we were just sure. having a bad patch. We're over the patch. Now, I have a feeling, and uh, it's going to sing from here on out. Yes, it is. That's so right. We need to get some episodes row, for row the innings. Your boat gently down the stream. Matt, we're singing, right? Merrily, merrily, We've merrily. Got, we're on number thirty-two soon, so that'll be twenty-two episodes. I don't know. I don't know if I want to submit to the any. Okay, we're, anyway, let me see how good. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening to the feedback show, and we'll catch you somewhat later. So uh, have a great time doing whatever it is you do. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night, everyone. Good night. Bye. 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 Bye.